Throughout human existence, we've always sought to understand our past. In the quest for our origins, we've had to journey far beyond recorded history, which represents a mere heartbeat of human existence, into oral histories, artifacts, ancient sites, and sacred texts. This search for the origins of civilization has been attempted by many researchers throughout time, and even by civilizations that have now vanished themselves. Even the oldest civilizations by mainstream accounts, like those of the Egyptians and Assyrians, attempted many thousands of years ago to understand where their own civilizations had come from. In the process, people have found records, lost others, and even deliberately destroyed them. However, bringing together the pieces of evidence remaining today, a story of civilization begins to emerge. A story that tells us that our own civilization is built upon a foundation of knowledge inherited from other civilizations now lost. The most famous of these is Atlantis, which Plato, the Greek philosopher, wrote of as being an island empire that was destroyed by a natural disaster around 9600 BC, a date that coincides with the end of the last ice age. However, there is, I believe, another lost civilization that lies even closer within our reach, which was global in its influence and is equally as enigmatic. It was both the inheritor of knowledge from lost civilizations like Atlantis and Hyperborea, and also the predecessor to known civilization over the last 5,000 years. I call this civilization the lost civilization of the sun. The predominant characteristic of this civilization was its religion, which was the religion of the sun, as this is what it ultimately centered around and carried with it from a much earlier time. Its supreme deity was the spiritual sun as a source of light and divinity. The lost civilization of the sun essentially existed from the end of the last ice age, surviving up until the last few hundred years in scattered remnants in some of the most remote parts of the world. But let us go back to where many of the world's most ancient legends begin. The time of the Great Flood. It is a Great Flood recorded in many legends, which likely corresponds to the drastic rise in sea levels that occurred around the end of the last ice age. During this time of global calamity, myths describe how many people had survived by hiding in caves and in the ground, and lived a basic existence having lost the knowledge of marriage, building, writing, and agriculture, those things which we would consider to be some of the basics of civilization. And then, the great ones appear. The seven sages and great teachers of humanity recorded in ancient Egyptian, Mesopotamian, and Vedic histories, and even in the legends of Easter Island. They are said to have set out by boat after their homeland flooded to reseed civilization in different parts of the world. In Egypt, these great civilizers and wisdom bringers included Thoth, Horus, the Seven Sages, and Osiris. In Mesopotamia, they were known as the Seven Abkalu. In the Vedas, the first man, Manu, was accompanied by seven Rishis. 
In South and Central America, the wisdom bringer was variously called Viracocha, Kukulkan, and Quetzalcoatl. To the Norse, it was Odin, and in other cultures, they were known by many different names. These great teachers not only spread the knowledge of civilization throughout different parts of the world, but also the practice of the religion of the sun. Throughout the world, great temples and megaliths, such as standing stones and pyramids were built, all aligned to the sun and stars, where they served as sacred places. And those under the guidance of these sages came to refer to themselves as the children of the sun. Legends also recall that only a small few can understand the deeper, esoteric aspect of the religion of the sun, while most were given simple myths and celebrations. Thus, a division was set up between the esoteric aspect of the religion and the exoteric, with the esoteric knowledge being preserved in temples and mystery schools to protect it from the profane. Ancient Tibetan texts reveal that the now lost city of Shambhala was inhabited by sages and rishis of the religion of the sun. Thomas Paine, one of the founding fathers of the United States, wrote that Freemasonry was derived from this once global religion of the sun. However, over time these esoteric schools eventually dissipated, were destroyed or infiltrated. Legends also record that the wisdom bringers established outposts wherever they receded civilization, leaving functioning societies behind them. These would form the basis for the emergence of much later civilizations like that of dynastic Egypt, Sumer, the Indus Valley, the Maya and Inca. They established solar kingdoms and placed rulers over them, continuing a tradition of solar theocracy or divine kingship that had existed for tens of thousands of years before the flood, when leaders were chosen from among enlightened ones and were guided by wise counsels of gurus and sages. History state that the legendary Hyperboreans had a solar theocracy and priesthood. Manu, the man who is said to have survived the great flood in the Vedas, went on to found a solar dynasty at the legendary ancient city of Adyodhya, at the foot of the Himalayas. Osiris was said to have established Ramu as king over Egypt, founding its solar theocracy after the flood. These outposts formed a global culture centered around the religion of the sun. With the growth and further spread of this culture, the same symbols, languages, measurements, and religious teachings spread also. This is one of the reasons why the symbol of the swastika and pyramids, megaliths and cities with the same precise astronomical alignments are found so prevalently throughout the world. Often the dating of these sites has been based on the evidence of surrounding settlements, yet some of them have been continuously inhabited over many thousands of years, with invading cultures often repurposing, renovating or simply building over the top of them. Examples of this include pyramids in Central America that have been built over at least five times, and the Great Sphinx of Egypt, which has been renovated at different times, possibly over a span of more than 10,000 years, right up until the present day. This means that many sites have been wrongly dated and are actually far older than supposed. Many of the most ancient sacred texts and myths have preserved aspects of this religion, like those of the Vedas and Egyptian pyramid texts, which is why they often share similarities, particularly in their veneration of the spiritual sun. Some of the contents of the Rig Veda, which is one of the oldest texts in the world, are dated to at least 6000 BC, and recall the spread of a seafaring people called the Aryans, who had appeared carried the knowledge of both Atlantis and Hyperborea, and who took the solar religion with them across the earth by both land and sea, 
after a great flood. They are described as children of the sun, whose people and kings were said to be descended from the sun god. This form of solar theocracy is evident as being practiced in many of the outposts of the lost civilization of the sun, perhaps most recently in the Canary Islands by the Guanche, whose cultures survived right up until the 15th century when they were finally conquered by the Spanish. And there is ample evidence that Indo-European peoples did spread to distant parts of the world from around the region of the Black Sea, into Egypt and parts of Africa, into Europe and across Asia, across to North, Central and South America, and throughout a number of islands. The Indo-European language spread with them, branching out into many derivatives that together make up the most widely spoken family of languages in the world and include Sanskrit, the language of the Vedas. This global culture had exceptional navigational and astronomical capabilities. In some parts of the world, they were known as the surveyors. They aligned ancient sites across countries and oceans and built them to encode numerous astronomical observations. For example, the ancient site of Arkham in Russia, Stonehenge in England and Gossek Circle in Germany all lie on the same latitude in which unique solstice and full moon positions occur. This global culture is associated with building the ancient sites of Easter Island, Machu Picchu, Tiwanaku, the Nazca Lines, Chaco Canyon, Great Zimbabwe, New Grange, and many, many others. They may have also renovated much older ancient sites built in the times before the Great Flood, which are now covered in multiple layers of reconstruction. It's also possible that many more of their sites may still be completely buried and unknown. For example, the ancient site of Gobekli Tepe in Turkey, which is a huge cluster of megalithic temples dated to 9600 BC, was only discovered in 1994 and has caused mainstream archaeology to completely rethink the scale and capabilities of ancient civilization at that time. However, eventually this great global civilization collapsed. The Vedas record huge wars fought by splintered kingdoms against one another in India. In Egypt, ancient records tell of a fall into dark practices and the persecution driving out and murder of its keepers of wisdom. Tibetan texts recalled the attempted forced conversion of practitioners of the religion of the sun to Buddhism. Local legends recalled the massacre of the Indo-European inhabitants of Easter Island, New Zealand and North America by invading peoples such as the massacre of the Anasazi people in the United States. Likewise, evidence reveals the same thing occurred in at least Central and South America, where, for example, thousands of Indo-European mummies found in the desert at the Nazca Lines reveal who the original builders were likely to have been before they were invaded and driven out by the cult known as the Decapitators. Indo-European peoples who fled Nazca may possibly have become known as the Chachapoya, who built a giant fortress city high up in the Andes in order to survive before most died due to the diseases brought by the invading Spanish. Some succumbed to natural disasters like the Minoans of Crete. Mongol, Muslim and Turkic invasions changed the cultural landscape across Central Asia and the Middle East. The old pagan religions in Europe, some of which had retained aspects of the religion of the sun, were forcibly replaced with Catholic and Orthodox Christianity. In many cases, the destruction of the remnants of this global culture have happened in fairly recent history. For example, all but a few of the original megalithic builders and Indo-European inhabitants of Easter Island were genocided out in around 1762. 
However, some of the survivors of these people still recall their family history, like the Nagati Hotu tribe of New Zealand, who are of Indo-Iranian descent and experienced similar events there. Unfortunately, their destruction even continues in parts of the Middle East today, with the persecution of remaining spiritual minorities like the Yazidis. However, remnants of the religion and civilization of the sun remain preserved in different traditions that have broken off into many branches, like that of the Druids, the pagans of Europe and Scandinavia, the Slavs, Avestans and Hindus, and in secret mystery schools. It's important to note though, that not every ancient culture, civilization, religion or tradition is connected to this lost civilization as many other practices and beliefs existed concurrently in many different parts of the world. The lost civilization of the sun, however, was a dominant influence. Over the last few thousand years, many civilizations have periodically attempted to revive the ancient religion of the sun, as it had been taught to their ancestors long ago, like the Inca, Aztec and Maya. One such famous attempt was made by the Pharaoh Akhenaten in Egypt around 1300 BC. However, ultimately, people were lacking the spiritual level required to do so. Today, there are those who have a sense of wishing to reconnect with these former ages. Somehow, many of us realize that we have lost our way and that there were times of greater spirituality in the past. As for now, it seems that even though technology has increased exponentially, we are in the winter of human civilization. As spiritual wisdom has drastically declined, and the real foundations of civilization, its true values and principles, have eroded away. And despite all the searching, the existence of this lost civilization of the sun, which formed the foundation of our current post-glacial and post-deluge world, is hardly known. The place it occupies appears almost like a vacuum in history. In some cases, the records and evidence have been lost. In others, they have been deliberately suppressed. Although unknown to most, the lost civilization of the sun and the religion of the sun it carried is the richest source of ancient wisdom and mythology in the world. Its influence upon our civilization cannot be understated. It was part of a divine plan unfolded long ago by the seers tasked with overlooking humanity in order to help fulfill the purpose of human life here on earth. Yet even though its days of former glory have vanished so far back in time, as to have entered the realm of myth. The incredible efforts made by so many brave men and women to leave messages for future generations, such as we, were not all in vain, and the actual practice of the religion of the sun is possible again today.